This is the FS Tech Podcast. Hello and welcome to the FS Tech Podcast. I'm Peter Walker, the editor and your host today. Now, as we've covered on previous pods, it's clear that the coronavirus crisis has accelerated the rate of digital transformation within financial services, with companies from incumbent institutions to disruptive startups making sure they have the tech infrastructure to cope with increased online demand. But one often overlooked factor in these strategic shifts is the role of internet exchange points. With more and more fintech firms looking to take control of their connections rather than using third parties. So we're going to focus today on how businesses are looking to lower costs, manage workflows and improve security. And to do that, we're joined by Narani Nipuno, Head of Global Engagement at the London Internet Exchange, Lynx, one of the longest serving global link points, uh, to talk through some of the trends and assess the future of this sector. So welcome, Narani. Thank you very much, Peter, and thank you for having me. Not at all. Right, we'll dive straight in. And I guess the first obvious question is kind of, can you explain what an internet exchange point is and and, and what does Lynx do for its uh, member organizations? Yes, certainly. Uh, So an internet exchange point or an IXP, as it's also known, is simply a hub. It's a hub where networks interconnect and exchange traffic. So when most of us think about the internet, we think about perhaps our favorite website or social media or YouTube. While in fact, the internet is of course global infrastructure that supports lots of different services that we consume on a daily basis. And that internet is is a network of networks and for data to flow between those networks and for you as an end user to reach a network that's on the other side of the world, those networks need to interconnect. And an exchange point allows for that data flow and exchange of traffic between networks. And so I think it's it's a well-known fact that London is one of the financial hubs in the world, but London is actually also one of the largest interconnection points in terms of internet in the world. So Lynx runs one of the largest internet exchange points in the world with close to a thousand networks interconnecting in the London hub. And you can reach about 85% of global internet traffic by interconnecting at uh, the London internet exchange point. And people who are in networks connect at an exchange board for several reasons. Clearly, it's a very efficient way to exchange traffic, but there are also factors like cost savings, control and and being a part of an ecosystem. And those are things that uh, connecting to links enables and also accessing lots of other services that are offered at a hub like links. Okay, that makes sense. I guess bringing up to the kind of the the present day, um, what what changes have you witnessed recently, say in the last six months, in terms of the kinds of companies that are using the service? Well, we've seen a lot of changes. If we go back a little bit further, maybe 10 years ago, it was the traditional networking companies that connected to an IXP. So internet service providers, content, large global networks. But in the last five years, we've seen a shift. And in the last six months, we've seen an enormous increase in demand for exchange point services. And I think, well, there are two reasons. I think it's incredibly exciting that we're in an era where the whole society is embarking on a digital transformation journey. And that has happened over the last few years. But of course, the pandemic has accelerated that digital transformation journey for sure. 
So what we're seeing at Lynx as an exchange point is that large enterprises that um, before relied on third parties are now taking full control over their entire infrastructure and exchanging traffic directly at Lynx. And FinTech is another key player that we see coming on board on that digital transformation journey. I think Bill Gates forecasted the convergence of technology and the financial services industry in 1994. That's over 25 years ago. And fintech has become an industry segment of its own. And we can see that it's a key player in taking society onto that next level with cashless societies and seamless transactions. And I think the pandemic has uh, really put a focus on the need for that digitization. And kind of digging into that a little bit deeper, why do you think more fintechs are using, are looking to take control of their network connections rather than outsource the responsibility? Well, I think, you know, I, to me, I find fintech very interesting because they understand this intersection between financial services and tech. And so most fintech companies are ahead on the curve when it comes to digital transformation. But personally, I'm sometimes surprised by how very technical fintech organizations can be technical in everything when it comes to their devices, their internal infrastructure, the services and apps they use and deploy. But they often overlook the internet infrastructure. And um, so a lot of fintech companies rely on third parties for anything that any traffic really that leaves their organization and then reaches end users or other organizations on the internet and i think you know from our perspective we see that having control over your full infrastructure and that includes the internet transactions that's not just a nice to have but it's essential and it's about future proofing your organizations so it's interesting for us to see that more and more fintechs are actually catching on to this and understanding that when you look at your infrastructure, that's not just what's within the walls of your organization, that's the entire value chain. The other um, kind of area we, we see fintechs uh, using third parties a lot is, is cloud storage. How does this relate to other areas like that? Yeah, I think, again, that's also uh, an area that's gone through a transformation over the last five years or so. And I think early on, a lot of organizations were a little bit skeptical of, of cloud. But I think any modern organization today uses cloud services simply because it's an efficient way of accessing and sharing data. And it's an efficient way of running your infrastructure. And um, I think Again, coming back to that part of controlling how you use your services, it surprises me sometimes that organizations that depend on cloud have an intermediary, a third party that controls the traffic between you and the cloud. And I think a lot of fintech companies now particularly understand how important it is in accessing your cloud services efficiently, cost effectively, and at a certain speed. And the only way you can do that reliably really is to take control over that whole path. So not really seeing cloud as something that's outside of your infrastructure, but something that should be incorporated into your infrastructure. And if you want to do that, you can do that either by accessing that cloud directly, uh, you can do that independently, or you can do it at an internet exchange point by exchanging traffic with those cloud services at the internet exchange point. 
But you can also actually do it through what Lynx calls a multi-service port. And a multi-service port is simply one connection that you can use to exchange those data flows with different networks. But you can also use that port to access cloud connectivity and cloud services. So whether you choose to do it at an exchange point or you choose to do it directly with a cloud provider, I think it's important to understand that when you access those cloud services, you need to be aware of how that data flow happens between you and that cloud provider. I'm, I'm wondering kind of what's what's in your to-do list? I mean, what are kind of links and, and others, uh, rivals, competitors, if you have them, kind of what, what are you doing to improve, I don't know, speed and kind of lower latency and, and automate this kind of service? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think, again, I think this pandemic has really highlighted the need for us to to look ahead and future-proof. And I think, so, links in simple terms is just a hub. So what we believe in is by connecting players directly with each other, we hand over that control to you. So it's not links that carries your traffic. Links doesn't tinker with the latency of, of your traffic. But the whole purpose of connecting to an exchange point is actually giving you control over that. And just to sort of tie it a little bit to fintech, because I think anyone who works in fintech understands that the, the market has a lot of challenges, but also a lot of opportunities. And in order to succeed, in order to thrive, you need to be aware of the increased competition. You need to, to find ways of being more cost effective. Speed and security is important as users want fast, seamless, secure transactions, and you want that control. So connecting to links gives you that control over the speed, the latency, and the reliability. And then on link side, of course, it's important, we're a hub, but it's important that our infrastructure is secure. And we've worked with the techiest of tech companies for 25 years. So um, we understand the need for stability and reliable internet exchange point infrastructure. Then when it comes to what we do to help companies on their journey into the future, automation is of course a big one. And we understand that automation is incredibly important in terms of improving the efficiency and the performance. And that's a big focus at Lynx. We have we work with different players to provide APIs to connect into our services. And we also understand that by being a hub, we're also in a unique position to offer different types of services as a one-stop shop. So we are developing cloud access services and we're developing more efficient ways of interconnecting with other networks on um, that are present at exchange at an exchange point like links. So those things are high on the priority list for links. But really, we see ourselves as an enabler of other things. And we see ourselves as being part of organizations digital transformation journey. So by connecting to links, you by taking control over your traffic, you know exactly how that traffic performs, where those data flows go, and also by connect by having control over the entire value chain, you also have control over that data. And it comes back to um, those challenges that fintech companies have, um, improving their speed, in, improving their performance, and also being able to add value added services to their customers, like having 
full control of your data, you can use that data and make targeted services that uh, fit the needs of your customers. Yeah, I think you've kind of alluded to it there, but are there any other kind of secondary benefits of being connected to a hub like Lynx, which would be particularly useful for, for fintech firms? Yes, that's an interesting question. I think sometimes we realise that at Lynx we're a bit of a technical organisation and, and uh, we always focus on, on performance. We focus on latency and speed and, and performance and interconnection. But there's another part that's really important actually uh, with Lynx and that is that when you connect into Lynx you become part of an ecosystem and that ecosystem is, is you know, it's, it's uh, of course a nice community to be part of, but it's also incredibly valuable because it gives you unique insights into that ecosystem. And I think as a fintech organization, you need to, if you want to understand the tech in your fintech, being part of that ecosystem is um, incredibly valuable. So when you become a member of Lynx, you be automatically become part of that ecosystem. Uh, there's a lot of information and knowledge sharing in that ecosystem uh, and you get access to a lot of unique information that you might not be able to access if you're not part of uh, Links. And um, then it's also important to know that we organise events both in the UK and European and global events where you get access to uh, a lot of experts in the industry but also decision makers. So um, those decision makers in various organisations that decide over traffic exchange and data flows, um, the cloud providers and any other services that are present at, at an IXP. So that ecosystem itself is, uh, is incredibly valuable. Another thing worth mentioning as well, which is very valuable to anyone who's a member of Lynx, is the Lynx Public Affairs. And what we do is that we monitor developments in relative policy areas. And that serves to inform members of any decisions that might influence them. But we also actually work actively to persuade policymakers to adopt decisions that are consistent with our members' interests. And I know particularly in fintech where the regulatory environment is so incredibly important and, and affects every decision that fintech companies uh, make. It's incredibly important to have the latest public policy information and it's also valuable to have someone represent the interest of them in public policy decisions. Yeah, okay. Um, and um, I suppose the, we, we've, we've mentioned it a little bit, but do you, do you get a sense of what the kind of coronavirus's uh, impact will be on internet exchange points going forward? Yes, I think so. At Lynx, we saw immediately uh, as the pandemic hit, we saw an enormous increase of traffic or over our exchange points. And for us, it was almost, it was like we could see a testing of the entire internet uh, infrastructure real time, so to speak. And uh, links as an exchange point can handle that load um, so that was never one of the weak points in in um, in the global infrastructure but was what was interesting i think was to see how quickly networks could scale up their capacity at the exchange points we saw enormous upgrades of capacity at links immediately following um, the, um, the the start of the pandemic and that shows to me that 
exchange bonds also offer redundancy and it's a very quick way of scaling up and scaling down infrastructure. If all networks that uh, exchange traffic uh, in a bilateral way elsewhere would have to upgrade their capacity individually and separately for each of those connections, that would have been a logistical nightmare. But the advantage of being connected to an exchange point is that you through one single connection can access so many different networks and um, by upgrading that one single port you can upgrade your capacity to all those networks at once and uh, so it really showed the importance of these hubs in uh, globally we saw it uh, certainly saw it at links but you saw it at exchange points all over the world and to me, I find it as a personal reflection, I'm, you know, I think, how would we as a society have managed this crisis if we didn't have the internet, if it had happened 20 years ago, if we didn't have cloud computing, if we didn't have online payment and services? And think about that for a moment. We all expect all this to work, but if that had all come crashing down, we, we would have been in a very different place. So. To me, I think it showed this enormous increase load on, on the internet and the fact that our systems could handle it with, um, without effort really shows the importance of uh, these internet exchange point hubs and, um, but also the importance of this, uh, these relationships that the internet exchange points actually create relationships between networks, relationships between exchange points and networks, fintech and enterprise, by having those direct connections, it allows you to be to act quickly and upgrade or downgrade as you need. I think looking forward, it really highlighted the need for digitization uh, across lots of sectors in society. And, and we see that our role as a Internet Exchange Point Hub is, is key in that. Yeah, sorry, sorry to interject. No, I, no um, you were you were just yeah leading kind of perfectly into in a, into a final question, which is kind of so far so good it seems. But I guess what are the kind of challenges um, kind of in the future? Um, uh, any, any kind of predictions on 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 how how kind of internet exchange points are going to cope in the next few years? I suppose. Well, so I think it is clear without doubt that more and more organizations, whether or not they embarked on this digital transformation journey before the pandemic or, or they were forced to uh, as a result of the pandemic, I think it is clear that more and more organizations will need to be fully digitized. And that means that they need to see the internet as part of their infrastructure. So not only digitizing their internal um, infrastructure, but actually thinking about how their data flows happen between their organizations and others, how their customers access their services through the internet, and what third parties are actually transporting those data flows. So I can only see that the internet and exchange points will be playing a more and more important role in the future, not just for technical organizations, uh, but for FinTech, for enterprise, and really for society as a whole. And um, I think with that, and as FinTech organizations come on board and understand that internet is part of their infrastructure, 
they will want to take control over that infrastructure. They will want to uh, make sure that that infrastructure is cost effective. They will not want to rely on a third party because if they rely on a third party and they're locked into one solution, they don't have any control over that cost. They don't have control over the performance of that. And it makes it very difficult to switch to, to another provider of that. And I think it will really highlight to a lot of organizations who are halfway through the digital transformation that the, this crisis and post-crisis, so to speak, will just digitize all our services more and more. Online commerce, uh, online services, hyper-personalized offerings, all that is um, their challenges, but also opportunities, I think, for fintech companies. And um, we are, for as, as an internet exchange point, we are very excited about being part of that and helping more and more organizations come on board and taking control over uh, their, um, their internet infrastructure. Okay. Well, look, thank you, Narani, for, for answering all my questions. I've learned an awful lot in the last uh, last few minutes. So um, but if, if any kind of fintechs want to get in touch with links or, or kind of learn more about improving their, their connections, um, where, where can they do that? Yeah, thank you. And thank you. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Uh, we are very happy to, to talk to anyone, of course, who wants to learn more about our services. Uh, the simplest way is really just to go to www.links.net. You can also send us an email at info@links.net. We've got lots of very competent people who are happy to explain how to uh, connect to exchange points and how to get the most out of it. We also have a wealth of resources that we're happy to share with anyone who wants to learn more. Brilliant. Okay. Well, well, thanks again. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the FS Tech Podcast.